You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We are here uh, live from the Red Bull Studios in Detroit. We're here all week doing a daily show from 7 to 8 p.m. This is, of course, leading into the Movement Festival this weekend. We have special guest Detroit artists all week, and we will also be followed by the Interdimensional Transmission show at 8 all week. So we have quite the techno rock block here. Um, today we're joined by a very special guest, DJ Minx, who's played at the bunker a couple times and is, of course, a longtime legendary Detroit DJ. So welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great. Great to have you here. I mean, I feel like we've, uh, even in the few times you've played the party, we've rarely had a time to interact and yeah, talk, really, right? Absolutely. Um, so, were you, you're born and raised in Detroit? Yes, born and raised. It's day one yeah. in Detroit. <laughs> awesome. And it's, and, and unlike mo- many, many artists, you've stayed here. Yes, I've been here my whole life. I've traveled, you know, my parents are born in Georgia, a small town called Camilla, but I've traveled there, visited relatives, and came on back, so been here the whole time yeah so i read in your bio like the first line is that you've been, you were inspired by the music institute which kind of knocked me over just because I, I don't know if i've ever talked to somebody who was actually at the music institute so can you tell us a little bit about just basically like what what was that like and for people who don't know what the music institute is just what that what that is well when i heard about it on the music institute uh, I wasn't into this kind of music at all, at all. So (laughs) some friends of mine, I I lived downtown Detroit and had an apartment. My friends used to always come over and hang out with me. And uh, one day they said, let's go to the Music Institute. And I'm thinking, oh, this is a school. What are we doing? And I didn't (laughs) know anything about it. So they told me it was around the corner. You know, we can walk over and it's these bad DJs and we would be just live with a good time. So we went down to the Music Institute, and I'm thinking, house music, ew. So (laughs) it's like one long, continuous track. It never stops. I don't want to hear it. So we got, we pulled up, we got out of the car, and there was a line wrapped around the building. So that was the first thing that made me say, I don't care what's playing. We got to get in this place. (laughs) That's why why clubs do that, why they... Hold oh, yeah. back the line so people Studio get excited about what's style. Yep, yep. Yep. <laughs> and so we finally got in and, uh, well, we got up to the line and the guy's like, you know, I don't know if you guys come in. What are you wearing? And I'm going, excuse me? You're not going to let us in? He's like, no, you have to have a membership card. Well, what do we need to do to get a card? You know, everything it took, but we finally got in after like 45 minutes. Unbelievable. Derek May was spinning records. The place was full, the crowd was jumping, and he was like a puppet master on those turntables, just killing them with these beats. And I was going, oh my God, I think I'm in love. (laughs) So we hung out that night, had a good time. And a couple of weeks later, one of my friends like, you know, let's go back to that place. So we came back to the Music Institute, and I started climbing in the DJ booth and just watching the DJ. Right. And... um, I would watch him for like five minutes and then leave because Derek was, first of all, he's absolutely gorgeous. I just liked looking at him. But then the way he moved (laughs) when he was on the mixer, it was just intriguing. So one day I went up to watch him play and he's like, what are you looking at? (laughs) Excuse me? 
<laughs> and I said, I can do that. I pointed at the turntables. He goes, ah. Uh. And so he keeps playing the music. The next week, I went back to the DJ booth. And he looked. He says, are you playing this music yet? I go, no. And he says, well, don't come back up here until you are. And I thought, and, you know, it's like my feelings are hurt. You know, he's not nice or whatever. But I told my mentor, and my mentor was like, well, you know what you got to do? You got to start playing music. I said, well, I was just talking crap. You know, really? I'm not going to do this. So then, like, a couple weeks later, they barged to my apartment, barge in with turntables. And they're like, we're going to get a mixer. We're going to a pawn shop, and we're going to get a mixer. And you're going to learn how to mix. I mean, they're, like, pushing this. And I'm going, I was just talking. But... They gave me two records, told me to sit down, make them sound like one track. And the Music Institute was my inspiration from starting all of this. That place was off the hook. There wasn't a Friday or Saturday night where it wasn't packed. Fridays were worse than Saturdays as far as the crowd. I mean, yeah. like it was loaded. You could barely, it was like sardines in a can. This, that was an amazing place. And it was pretty short-lived, right? A few years? Yeah. Late 80s? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, but... The artists that came through there, it's just legendary. You'll never forget about it. Anybody that went was privileged because you can hear Derek May on the radio, on WJLB, that you can go and see him at the club. So people flocked all over the world that came here. They took them right to the Music Institute. Was it just Derek who always DJed there or were there other DJs as well? Nope. Juan, Derek, Alton Miller, George. Yeah, there's quite a few. Kevin Saunderson. They switched up. But so Derek all was the all resident. Detroit, though. Yeah. Derek was a Friday night resident. So that was your introduction introduction into house and techno. And that who, was, who was who was the mentor that forced you on his, the turntables? His name is Gerald James. We call him Jerry the Cat. Yeah, he's a school teacher, but he's also my best friend. And he stayed on me about DJing. Like and I, you know, kinda pushed away a few times because I said, you know, guys are really tough on me and you know, they're not very nice. So I'm like, I just I'm not gonna do this. And every time I did say that, he was going, Oh yes you are. <laughs> you're gonna keep right on it, you're gonna keep playing this music. And there must there must have been very few women DJs at the time, yeah. I mean, yeah, I just knew a couple at that time. Yeah, I mean, it's still a minority now, but I can imagine then it must have been. Yeah, I mean, especially that I, I, when I, you know, with just a few women that were out here, I felt like I needed to do something to stand out because first I was very shy, and I felt like I was approaching it wrong because I'd always play records with my head down. I'd never look at anybody. So I had to make some changes, but, and I'm like, well, let me try to bring myself out more to help the ladies out here. Let me just kind of glam up a little bit and see what that does. And then eventually you formed Women on Wax. What is, what is that about? I formed Women on Wax because one night I was playing at the club. I had a residency at a place downtown and um, I said, I want to have a night with all girls. So, you know, I was talking to everyone I could or, you know, asking people to recommend women that played music. And, uh, well, I played music in my basement and, you know, I could join you. And I'm going, well, let's do it. So I got Kelly Hand and Stacey oh, wow. Hill and a girl named Jaguar. Her name is Corey, but she she called herself the Jaguar, which I absolutely love. But she just likes Corey. Um 
So we all got together and we played this party that night. And it was, you know, it was a good night. So at the end of the night, I announced next week's DJ and somebody screamed out, no, we want the women DJs again. And I was going, <laughs> really? Oh, this might be nice. And I did call the party that night Women on Wax because I, you know, figured we're all playing vinyl. So um, that's where the name came from. And then, so it started as a party. Did it eventually, it's it's a record label as well. Was it ever a booking agency? What else did you do? Just You know what? It, it was a booking agency for a moment. I was too busy to keep up because I started once... Uh, girls realized um, that I was advancing in the DJing, they were asking me to help them. How did you get here? How did you do this? Can you help me? Can you help me? So I started taking on all these girls, but it just became too much. Uh, it was too much work. I already worked a regular job, so I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I've been down so, this yeah. road myself of running a booking agency and ultimately had to hire somebody else to do it for me because it's, I mean, it's a lot of work. It is, yeah. And it's not its not the most fun work in the world. Like, conceptually, it's fun, but then once you get into the details of advancing gigs and making contracts and booking flights and all this, there's nothing fun about that, really. That's right. <laughs> um, so what about the record label? So I started the record label because uh, someone would come to watch me play every week, and I, I didn't realize they were come to every party until I looked out into the crowd and I saw them and then they disappear and it was kind of like I thought I just saw Moody Man and then he'd just be gone he did this for like four or five parties and one day he stayed till the end of the night and I saw him while I was playing and uh, I saw at the end of the night he was still there he said okay I need to talk to you we need to go to the next level and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I've been watching you, baby girl. You are blowing this up. You got to go to the next level. You need a record label. And I go, no, I can't <laughs> produce music. Yes, you can. The way you spend records, you can produce. So he's like, this is what you're going to do. He wrote some things down. Call Monday morning. We're going to get you some tracks out. And I, you know, I didn't really feel comfortable with it. But I produced the tracks, put them out, and they started getting distribution on them, and it was rolling. And he's like, oh, oh yeah, I told you, let's do some more, and let's do some more. He had my back and supported me to get me kicked off. And I kept the Women on Wax name because the same mentor I was talking about, Jerry, said, you have to keep your same name because people recognize Women on Wax. Yep. So keep the name. Don't change it. So, wow, that's yeah. great. It's amazing that you've had all these mentors that really kind of yeah pushed you into this mm -hmm. in Detroit and then have also done the same for other DJs coming up not everybody does that that's that's really great and then aside from that you've do you have a radio show now or you you have a history of radio in Detroit yeah mm -hmm. I well first I did a radio show in Canada called uh, Steamy Windsor Steamy Windows. It was at the University of Windsor. And uh, Kevin Saunderson called me and told me, you know, we're doing this radio show over here and you do a show in Canada. Why don't you send me, you know, one of your shows on to hear your voice? And I sent it to him. He's like, oh my goodness, you gotta do our show for us. <laughs> and um, 
So I started to uh, engineer and be the voice for Deep Space Radio on WGPR. Um, I was I was happy to work with the Electrifying Mojo. That was yeah, great because no. he supported. <laughs> he helped me. Oh gosh, he was wonderful. But we did that on GPR every um, Saturday night from midnight to four. And um, as far as radio now, DeepSpaceRadio.com, we made it into an online streaming website. So we have a lot of DJs from all over the place that do mixes each week. And uh, I do as well. So I'm part of one of the leaders of Deep Space because we all started together. Great. And that yeah. goes way back. So uh, bringing us up to right now, why don't we talk about what you've got going on this weekend in Detroit? I know it's always a very busy weekend for you. You're playing the festival itself this year, yeah? Yes, I am. I'm playing the festival on Saturday night at 8 o'clock p.m. It's made in Detroit stage. That stage is going to be loaded on Saturday. And you played the very first festival as well. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. Some memories there. That was beautiful just to see those kids. It, it it rained early that morning. And by the time I played, which was really early, I think it was like two o'clock, the rain had stopped and the sun was out and it was drying up the rain outside and the puddles, the, the kids were playing in the puddles, dancing, and there were people there were like 70, 80 years old dancing and splashing in those puddles. It was absolutely beautiful. And that was the first year it was free to the public. So yeah, it was the probably, first, yeah. Probably much more, not that it's not mixed now, but really, like, everybody in Detroit was at this thing the first yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as far as what I got this weekend, I'm doing a smart bar on Friday night. Okay, oh. TV, TV bar, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, smart bar, opening party, TV. And then I'm doing the set at Movement. And then the Formula at uh, Drive Social Club. Um, I'm actually giving that party. So I got all my guys playing that night. And then the next the next thing is the Soul Clap Party at TV. It's the E-Funk with Louis Vega and DJ Spin. And this is a heck of a lineup. I'm playing that actually on Sunday morning at 7 a.m. That party's not over until noon Sunday. And then <laughs> Sunday evening, I hope I can say... <laughs> Can I say what I want to say on here? I'm, you know, I'm playing a party with Stacy Hill called Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy is so silly. Oh my God, I can't believe she got me doing this. <laughs> but it's going to be Marissa Guzman and DJ Deb and uh, Stacy. We're going to do a party at Queens. Yeah. And um, the next day is Mix for the New Bang annual party we do an annual barbecue with the new bang clan and uh then i'm gonna be hanging with my buddy dj taz at motor city wine on monday jesus so yeah you might have more gigs than anybody in town this weekend oh. that's like six or seven that's a lot where's the sleep yeah Need some sleep oh and i'm playing giant jenga on monday that should be fun <laughs> i've never played jenga somebody's gonna lose and i think it's gonna be me <laughs> Yeah, you got to watch out playing Giant Jenga when that thing falls over. It can be dangerous. More. Oh, yeah. So very busy weekend for you. And I saw for our New York listeners, you're playing uh, at Knockdown Center for Kiss and Tell next weekend as well on Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So just keep keep it rolling. That should be fine, yeah. 
Well, thanks again for joining us here. I guess we'll. You've got some music to play for us. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm gonna uh, put up a mix for you. I'm gonna start off with uh, something deep, and everything I play today is gonna be deep. Sounds good. So you're listening to the Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We're here with Minx, and we're gonna get into her DJ set now. You're listening to Red Bull Radio. Thank you. 
to the bunker new york here on red bull late radio live from detroit we've been in the mix with dj minx thank you so much for coming down oh thank you for having me yeah amazing set you can catch her apparently about 800 times this weekend in detroit <laughs> including at the festival itself you can follow her on at women in wax on twitter people can find you on facebook um 
Yeah, thanks again. This was fantastic. And uh, coming up next on Red Bull Radio, we have Interdimensional Transmissions, BMG and Erica, and their special guest is a number of names. Very legendary Detroit collective, so stay tuned for that. And we will be back tomorrow at 7 p.m. with Brian Kage, and we're here all week at 7 p.m. This is The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Wow, 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 wow,